0: say this first of all I'm not suicidal and I won't shoot myself in the back of the head so the bottom line is with all this yes I feel like with all the work I've ever done uh, and I exposed a lot of Benghazi stuff because I had an original source I didn't feel as threatened as I do today you know I I wonder when I turn the uh, key on my ignition I wonder when I walk out of the door to go to my car right there I'm vulnerable for a sniper and people say, oh, you're paranoid. I've been doing this work. I went against John McCain who tried to steal my property and and I was shot at while I was on the air, attempted to run me off the road and I know it was McCain related. I never had the sense of foreboding that I do here and I wanna put this out right now. I am not suicidal and if anything happens to me, you can count that I was murdered to cover this up but I will say this publicly. I've learned from people like Jeffrey Epstein that when you have information, you don't make the mistake Andrew Breitbart made and say, well, I'm going to tell this, I'm going to tell that and not have dead man switches. I have dead man switches all over the place.
1: Welcome to Business Game Changers, I'm Sarah Westall. Before we get into the show, I want to share with you the Z-Stack, a powerful immunity-building vitamin pack formulated by Dr. Zelenko, the founder of the Zelenko protocol. Many of you may have seen my interview with Dr. Zelenko explaining how the combination of quercetin and vitamin C together is a powerful zinc ionophore gun which delivers zinc, the bullet, into the cell where the virus is. Zinc blocks the virus from getting into the cell. Quercetin and vitamin C together are a safe over-the-counter alternative to hydroxychloroquine. Access to this is needed when government restricts and bans effective treatments. Also, it has been established that high normal levels of vitamin D is important for warding off sickness and staying out of the hospital. With the dangers of the COVID shot, we need a strong immune system to keep from getting sick. The danger is getting sick. That's when the effects of the bioweapon shot takes over. The Z-Stack will provide you with a defensive weapon to fight a potential virus. You can see the studies and also buy yours today at the link below or at sarahwestall.com under shop. I also highly recommend C60 gel caps, daily Zeolite detox, and my probiotic greens to maintain a healthy body, all of which you can get at my shop at sarahwestall.com under shop. Hello, everyone. Today, I have the great Dave Hodges coming back. He's the top journalist covering the Arizona audit by far. He knows the sordid detail that the politicians do not want you to know. They are doing whatever they can to shut down the audit, or at the very least, make sure it has no effect on the 2020 elections. It's absolutely ridiculous. Imagine if they did this in sports or even the Olympics. A cheater is allowed to win? No. They would strip them of their medal. It just wouldn't fly. And this election is much more serious. Anyways, Dave has had to increase his personal security as the threats keep coming. Please spread this and other shows far and wide. It's really how we get the truth out there. Also, please sign up for my newsletter at sarahwestall.com under subscribe. Now let's get into my conversation with Dave Hodges. Hi, Dave. Welcome back to the show.
0: I'm glad to be here.
1: You have so much information about Maricopa County's audit that no one is talking about except you. And it is so imperative that people understand what's really going on there. I watched the hearing, OAN was airing the, the hearing there in Arizona, Maricopa County. And, and Karen Fan is the head of the Senate. And she said, this is not about overturning the election in 2020, but making it safe for 2022 a fair and free election why would anyone say it's okay because they found the hundreds of thousands of votes that are wrong just in that one county why would she be okay with saying okay we know you cheated but we're just going to try to fix it the next time that's basically saying if you cheat and don't get caught then i guess you win so hey whatever
0: they've been caught she's compromised uh, one thing i do know that happened and I made excuses for her very early on, but, you know, I've kind of taken the attitude now. You know, as Harry Truman said, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen, and it's time to make the poop hit the fan, and it's coming her way. My poop is coming Karen Van's way. I am going to target her with every civic group in her legislative district because she has betrayed the trust of the American people. When you commit a crime, that crime is supposed to be reversible. It's, um, and, and In fact, uh, actually, when I went to this meeting, a public meeting held by Liz Harris through the Tea Party, um, Liz said there are options because she was asked. And she said, one is we can just do preventative for next time, and some people started booing. And then she said, or we can reverse it and put Trump back in um, as the winner. Um, But she said the process is not real clear to her, and I agree, I'm not exactly sure what the mechanism is. Uh, So to me, those are your two options. And Fan was also sent, and this is why I used to make an excuse for her, it was reported one day in the media, and only one day, to suppress story, she was sent white powder to her Capitol office and it's clearly anthrax will kill you kind of thing you know maybe it wasn't anthrax but the message was clear and so i used to to grant her a little dispensation over that but i'm thinking okay time has passed now you know and she caring kind of on the top of the list It'd be really suspicious now if you died and this would inflame the country so no it's time to step up and do the right thing someone in my humble opinion has gotten to her in fact there is division within the audit people um liz harris at the tea party meeting implored the crowd to call her and encourage her to do the right thing in fact she's not only not willing to reverse the election um that's fraudulent she there's a subpoena that needs to come back out um that's court ordered. In other words, the court says to the county supervisors must surrender this material. And she only wants to put four of 20 items that most people feel needs to be on there. So she's actively sabotaging the scope and the depth of the audit. So someone has gotten to her. At least that's how the signs all point to.
1: One thing that you were telling me uh, when we were talking about this pre-show is you attended a meeting. And there were multiple people there who have been participating in the audit. And there were people there asking questions. And you ended up saying some stuff that, of course, they had no comment for. But the people were, you got a standing ovation. People were very happy. Could you talk about what happened at this meeting and what information you shared with them and the people?
0: Well, Liz Harris, um, she's on, you know, well, I think. YouTube's taking down a lot of the stuff and she keeps starting over. She was on YouTube all the time, radio all the time about the audit. Um, she's not part of the official part that made, that made her sign an official disclosure, but she's in all the meetings and she knows all the players. And uh, I'm just telling you, there's division uh, with audit people. She's dissatisfied. And then I'll get to what I said, but I want to just make this really clear there's division with the audit people. And I'm hearing from election officials that are supremely pissed off. So there is division that the people in charge of the audit are dropping the ball. So in other words, what you see in that conference does not represent the entire viewpoints because people know what I know. And how I know that is because some of these people are ones that have given me information. And so um, I really held back from making any comments for a while. And it was kind of an open session comment after she presented. And uh, I I think Liz's heart's in the right place, Liz Harris. uh, And and I congratulate her for having some courage. But there's places she doesn't want to go. And I'm going to give you an example. Um, And then I'm going to tell you why. Um, I interviewed Chris Kitsie. Chris Kitsie has an interesting background with the Spooks. And he's a friend of mine. And he used to own Before its News, and he recruited me to write for them way back when. And Chris came on my show, a TV show in January, and presented documents on screen that clearly showed that some of these Dominion votes, if not all of them in Maricopa County in Arizona, were counted in China. And here's how I know this is possible. And by the way, I didn't act on Chris's information in January, because I didn't have any context yet. The context is now this. I have learned, and I said this at the at the tea party that Liz was presenting at. I said, "Did you know that uh, Dominion, at least in some of these precinct uh, election headquarters, had private quarters, unsupervised Wi-Fi, and their, um, their laptops?" And I said, "And I said, and there's something else too." I said, "You guys are barking up the wrong tree uh, with your subpoena." And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, you're calling for the county supervisors to give up election codes for Dominion as required by law, that the election official on site must have the election codes to machines. And I said, they won't surrender those. And she goes, that's correct. And I said, that's because they've never had them. And I said this is the first week in May. I've talked to election officials who their stories are consistent. They do they never had the codes. So, um and then the Maricopa County Supervisors had this phony press conference in which they brought the sheriff out, who's a George Soros cutout. Uh, he was funded $2 million to defeat uh, Joe Arpino and the funder was George Soros Organizations. So they brought him out, and they said, well, we gave the coach to him. And this is when I was closing in on him. And you know I'm telling the truth about this. My colleagues were contacted by people connected to the audit team and say, do not listen to Dave Hodges. And, and this is what I came out with. and This is the thing that really got them going. As I said, the codes were never distributed the way that they should be. And you should have seen the looks on the faces in the crowd. Why aren't we hearing this? Why aren't we hearing this? And, and uh, Liz Harris did not respond to this. And I said, so, look, I'm telling you, not only did the supervisors not have the codes, and Dominion was completely in charge of their own machines that night, many of the votes were counted in China, and Chris Kitsey had the documents to prove it. And there was like a collective gasp in the audience. And that was only the first thing I said that got their attention. Now, here's the thing that bothers me. How could you possibly conduct an audit in Arizona and not at least peek above the covers and look in Fulton County, Georgia, where clear communist Chinese influences on Kemp and Rathensperger have been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt? They convict themselves with their own business interests. And I suspect there is a conspiracy here with the audit leaders in Maricopa County not to go against our existing governor. So let me explain. This is why the communist Chinese, dominion by themselves at the election center, is not being touched. When you look at our governor, uh, this is documented. This is in print. He went to the National Governors Association in 2017, and the Chinese Chamber of Commerce was also in attendance. And he said, and I'm going to paraphrase now because I don't have my notes in front of me, but he said effectively that we have rare earth minerals in Arizona. We know the communist Chinese military is in need of them. And then as the Chinese showed up to make good on that offer, he was the ribbon cutter, that being Governor Ducey. And uh, so now we have the communist Chinese doing business for rare earth minerals for um, their military. That's treason. Four times that same year, the, uh, the Chinese, one official or another, threatened to nuke the United States. So that, to me, creates a state of war. And that's treason. But it doesn't stop there. Governor Ducey also has a business interest called Stone Cold Creamery. It's an ice cream outlet and it's very profitable. But it didn't turn into a real profitable enterprise until around 2013, 2014. He's working with his business in China, and all of a sudden it blew up and started being successful. Hmm. It's my contention, from the circumstantial evidence, that the Chinese got their hooks into Ducey through his business interest, followed him into the governor's office. Now I even have more, and this is something that I brought up and. People were really uncomfortable when I said this. Um, the next thing that people need to know is that immediately after the election, the state Senate in Arizona knew something was wrong. So they were calling uh, for the governor to call them back in for a special session. Now, he's supposed to be a Republican. He should be supporting Trump. And if you got enough state senators that say there's something wrong here, he owed it to them to allow them to convene and discuss the issue. He refused. The, uh, the certification vote for the election was held, as we know, in Congress on January the 6th. The next scheduled date for the state Senate to meet was January 13th, and that's what Ducey held them to. He wanted no review of this election, none. So I, I'm basically putting out these facts, and I got to tell you, the people there were pissed. Well, they should be. And they should be. And and Liz Harris looks at me, and and I'm not condemning her, because I'm telling you, if Liz Harris was in charge of the election and not Karen Fan, we would be going for a reversal, I believe. But there's a reason why she is either being shielded from these facts, or she's afraid to act on them. Uh, To overturn this election, you would have to impugn the governor and directly go after him. And there's more, too. There's one other thing. I didn't bring this up there, but I think this is relevant here. Uh, President Trump made it very, very clear that taking the vaccine was going to be voluntary, and he was very consistent in that approach. Well, our governor has a conflict of interest, and I have printed this eight times, and it just doesn't get any traction. He's, and people can go look this up, go to TGen, T-G-E-N, TGen, and they have huge vaccine interests, um, and he is on the board of directors, so one stroke of his pen can move millions of dollars of taxpayer money. And I've called for him early on in the pandemic to either resign from governor or, or withdraw from the board because it's a betrayal of the public trust. And I said, I don't care if he's done anything right or wrong. I don't have to prove it. You're not even allowed to have the appearance of impropriety when you're a public official and like, a, like a governor. So here, here's, here's a bigger theme. I'm going to give you the macro picture now. We know that uh, Kemp had huge communist Chinese business interests. We have pictures of him standing in front of a Chinese flag, announcing partnerships for the state of Georgia and the communist Chinese. It's, it's Doug Ducey, part two. I also think there's really good evidence, in my opinion, that tied communist Chinese payments for Kemp and Rathensburger collusion in uh, election fraud, and the payments went to their families. And I think the evidence is strong. In fact, there's been two murders, or I should say suspicious deaths, yep. uh, of family members um, that suggest that this story is true. So the Georgia situation is very, very similar to Maricopa County. And, and, you know, in fact, Paul Preston and I were just talking about this the other day when I was on the show. There's stunning parallels between the two. And right now, Karen Fan. Uh, was going forward, going forward. We're going to get this. We're going to make it right. That's what she was saying early on, and now, oh, we don't want to do anything now. Someone got to her.
1: Well, here's the deal. You have to do it now because by 2022, I don't think we'll even have a country. They're moving so fast to take us down that by 2022, you really think we'll even have a country by then?
0: Oh no, no.
1: It's incredible how fast this is moving.
0: You know, here, here's the bottom line in all this, okay? Ducey's termed out as governor in 2022. Uh, but Ducey will have an influence on who's successful in running for re-election for 2022. And I can see at least some of the motivation for Fan. If she runs for re-election, um, she'd have to go against the governor to force this reversal. And also, not only does she go against the governor, should be going against the attorney general. And I hope your audience hears me very clearly on this. We have Mark Burnovich here, who's our attorney general, and he goes on Fox and they parade him out as this noble uh, crusader to save elections in Arizona. And this is what Liz Harris, to her credit, actually admitted to in her presentation at the Tea Party. She said, well, Burnovich is pretending to do something about election fraud but he's not. And she said, here's his biggest conquest. A lady's mother dies, but had filled out her ballot. So she dropped the ballot in the mail. Uh, and the lady died on October 5th, almost a month before the election. They're prosecuting her. And so That's here, here's
1: pitily. It's one vote.
0: There you go. And, and this is what she's indicating. She didn't say this, but this is the obvious conclusion that Brnovich, remember the old saying, well, there's no voter fraud, but even if there is, it's not enough to overturn the election burnovich is working on that promise
1: yeah let's nail somebody whose mother died 30 days ago and she wanted to give her mother her say which isn't wasn't legal but in some ways it's like i can see why somebody would do that my mom wanted to vote this way i'm going to give her her say last wish but this the or maybe she voted for her and that's even more wrong but the bottom line is they they attack somebody prosecute somebody that had one vote meanwhile the hundreds of thousands of votes that were fraudulent and the whole big plan they let that go and it's it's again it's let's go after the little people the peasants pay but anybody else gets away with it
0: yeah well you know the the, the fix is in let's just review what happened with you and i won't identify the person um, i'll leave that if you ever want to do that but you know here's a couple of my colleagues your experience is very typical. In fact actually you're kind of middle of the road because a death threat was actually issued to, to one of my colleagues.
1: No was it death threat they basically said that if they don't get away you don't get away from Dave Hodges you will be killed.
0: Yeah if you keep following Dave Hodges they could end up getting you killed yes. and that, that's, a, that's a thinly veiled death threat.
1: Yes and you've upgraded your security and you've so that you're much safer.
0: Well, I'm trying. Can account for all contingencies. When I when I went to the uh, tea party, I did have armed security in the, in the
1: audience. Yeah. So when you're at public events, you definitely have armed security, and you're doing other things. Are you seeing more evidence that you were under threat?
0: Yeah. Before before I answer that question, I want to finish my thought, though. Okay. Go ahead. About what I know you were told in writing. Now, let's 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 just be honest. Okay. Here, I'm a retired college basketball coach, a retired teacher and professor, and, and I'm just a private citizen. I'm a one-man news operation, one man, private. So you get contacted like about 13 other people that I know, and you're told that I'm endangering the audit. I'm putting everything in jeopardy. Do not listen to Dave Hodges. He has no credibility. I am a private person who is being publicly scolded for asking the questions of a citizen. And that tells me I'm over the target. Now, that ties into your question, Sarah. Okay? What's, what's happened to me? Yeah. Okay? Well, um, oh, gosh, it was in June. I refer, received my first map. It's an aerial topographical map where you have the the tail fin number and the type of plane, where it took off from, the hours, and it shows these lines of where they traveled. And this was circular route above the Veterans Memorial Coliseum that was, you know, Audit Central, where they were doing the the vote counting and the audit. Uh, And so I get about three of these, and I've published them on my website. And then one day, I opened up my email, and one of my inside sources uh, sent me information on the same plane, and I'm 50 miles outside Phoenix jurisdiction, and the same plane's flying over my area. And I was joking. I said something to the guy that uh, heads my security uh, who lives out here, and uh, I said, well, maybe they're looking at somebody else. He goes, who the hell does what you're doing? He goes, this is the same damn pattern that we're seeing on the downtown topographical maps where they're counting the votes. So they're surveilling me, and this kind of plane, it's a, uh, a DOJ funded plane uh, that originally had custody from, the, from DHS, and it can lift all data off cell phones and so forth and computers, but it also has the capability of implanting fake data. Um, fortunately for me, I have a couple of security devices that are extremely high tech, and I've been told that they likely cannot penetrate what I have and this is the reason they've been out here three times that I know of
1: well and they'll they'll plant anything on anybody and then make it up and then yep. you know the, the good part is everybody knows they make up evidence and then go after people it's not good that they do it it's good that people are becoming aware of it our court system is so corrupt that it might not matter and so it's really important that you protect yourself these people are criminals what do you see in Arizona? Do you think that the people have the courage to do what's right and see this through? Because, you know, Karen Fan, so she's going to go up against two politicians. I got to tell her, if she goes up against this and does the right thing and you clean up the the voting system, she'll win in a landslide.
0: Yeah, but she's got odds are against her. And I'll tell you, her biggest enemy for her from doing the right thing. Let's put it this way. Karen Fan is not going to stand up for courage and truth for the sake of standing up for courage and truth. She's a politician and she's looking for the most favorable outcome for herself. That's been made very clear by her position. So I don't think that um, we're going to see her do anything because she would have to take on Governor Ducey. And and also not only Governor Ducey and the people that put him in power, uh, it looks like Brnovich is caught in the same web. The attorney general, who's also running for governor, and I think he's the heir apparent to be governor. So she would have to go against the, the top party leaders uh, and the Republicans, and that would basically do damage to her career. Um, and 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 here's the other thing too to consider: what is holding Karen Fan in place, in my humble opinion, is also what's at work with the county supervisors. You know, at first, I, I, I started thinking the county supervisors that were supposed to have the codes and distribute the codes uh, for the uh, voting machines, um, I, they won't do it. They won't honor the subpoenas. They won't give out the routers, which is something we need to talk about next. But the, the county supervisors, I thought, OK, well, they're probably being paid off by communist China, uh, like some of the officials are in Georgia. And I started thinking, well, that could be true. That's a real possibility. But also too, they're benefiting from a corrupt system. There are four Republicans and one Democrat on the county board of supervisors, and I'm thinking, what would cause them to go against Trump? Uh, you know, and I'm saying there's something bigger there for them than supporting Trump. And I think what it is is they're benefiting from a corrupt yes. election system. Both sides. That's- and and this is and I and I think I think it's yeah, and I think it's possible that Karen Fan. Uh, same thing. So I could see this scenario. Hey, uh, Mr. County supervisor, don't make waves. You are where you are because of this system and you're going to go where you're going to go because of this system. Don't screw it up for yourself. I could see that conversation happening.
1: What do you think of Kelly Ward, who's the head of the RNC in Arizona? She seems to be plugging along and really doing, but is she just all kind of whitewashing it or is she the real deal?
0: Um, I'm trying to think of the right words. Um, I'll put it this way. Okay, this is the more accurate way to put it, now that I think about it. She's a cheerleader for the truth. A cheerleader for election integrity, but um, she has no traction. She has no influence. She doesn't move the needle. Uh, She's claiming victories. Oh, we've discovered this. We found 74,000 missing votes. Uh, Well, this is ridiculous. She's not accomplishing anything. I'm on the release for her press releases. I get emails from her. And every day it's a big nothing burger.
1: She doesn't know how to actually get things done, but she's cheering in the right direction, but she doesn't know how to actually get it, accomplish it.
0: Or she's been given a script and told what to say and I don't know which it is. Mm. She's ineffective. Either it's ineffective because of her lack of skill or she's ineffective because she's playing a role to appear to be the controlled opposition, if you know what I mean. The Controlled
1: opposition, basically they they say everything that people want to hear, but nothing ever comes of it. They still lose.
0: Yeah, let me give you an example. Fox News is the controlled opposition. And and what I mean by that is they'll have Mark Burnovich on Tucker Carlson several times. Oh, Mr. Attorney General, you're just kicking butt, sir. This is just awesome. You're going after election integrity, and and he's going after single voter fraud cases. We have. Let let me give you something else. I said at the uh, audit meeting, I brought this up, and I and I and I thought uh, the other side was going to crap their pants. Literally, I said. I don't know how many votes are involved, but with the election officials I've talked to, I count 20,000. And I said, and here's the deal. If I go up to the Dominion voting machine and I put uh, my vote in and it's rejected, I immediately get a duplicate ballot. State law requires that after my duplicate ballot is issued and processed, the original ballot must be affixed to the duplicate, and it must stay that way in perpetuity forever. Can never take them off or the vote doesn't count. And I said, I'm up to 20,000 votes with what people who should know this are reporting. And I said, and all of these votes, I said, did you ever find any votes like this that were for, uh, for Trump? No, every one of them for Biden. So I said, if this is the case, and these election officials, anecdotal stories put together collectively, it says right there, you don't have to go any farther. Trump won there was applause when I said that. Uh, and and uh, I got to tell you, Liz Harris didn't want to respond to this.
1: It's so obvious. You know, the dominion of voting machines is, is even a bigger deal than the ballots you're talking about. The ballots themselves flips the election. But the voting machines, if we don't get rid of these voting machines, then no election is ever safe and secure, Period. From
0: well you're right.
1: the school right. council up to the president
0: Well let's jump to the, the end the end game card here. Um, HR1 is sitting out in the wings with its Senate equivalent and it's the federal uh, it's the unconstitutional federal control of all elections which will allow continued ballot harvesting uh, basically, no ID requirement, no signature check, no nothing. A joke. You can walk in, you could be totally naked, not have any ID, and they're going to let you vote.
1: It's a total joke.
0: They have no idea who the hell you are, which is why the border is totally open.
1: I, had a, I posted a video that showed what the elites at universities believe of black people being able to have IDs and what black people themselves thinks about having IDs. And the black people, they ask them, do you have an ID? You know, and it, oh, yeah. Do you know where the DMV is? Oh, yeah, it's right there. You know, they're just asking all these people and the people, why would they say that? Why would they say that? We can't, you know, it was black person at the black person going, that's BS. And then you listen to the people at the university campus and they say, well, they don't really know where to find it. They don't have the resources. Pretty much they're saying they're stupid.
0: Well, that's the case. then how the hell can they find a place to vote?
1: Yeah, it's it's. They're saying that black people are inferior and stupid, and it's insulting.
0: And well, the that's Democratic exactly the Party is the party of slavery. Yeah, I know. It... So, so what do you expect? Honestly,
1: I know, and it's and and people are waking up to that. I think minorities are waking up to the fact that these people are condescending jerks. They're starting to wake up to the fact that they aren't in our camp. They don't have our best interests in mind. Yeah, there are some. There are some people that are doing some good things for them, and there's feel-good stuff there. But they use that as a front to do all the other bad stuff they really do to the minority groups.
0: Well, there's also another element in this, too. and This ties into justice, but also ties into election reform. If you look at who the most controversial, polarizing people are, like the uh, prosecutor for the McCluskeys in St. Louis, where people are allowed without police response to come onto their property armed and threaten them, so they respond with holding guns and now they're the ones that have a conviction. Uh, the prosecutor is black, and she's George Soros funded in her position. And George Soros has gone out and recruited people just like that and has funded them, and a lot of them are black because they're black because you can't challenge them. If you challenge them based on their actions and their, and, and, and how they're destroying justice, they'll just say, well, you're a racist.
1: Well, and Ezeli Danto covers this well. She, because they keep putting people into Haiti as president, and she gets so upset because they're puppets of, you know, the Western or the globalists. And they're always black people, but they're puppets. And so they have these black people that are willing to do the crimes for these globalists, and they don't protect the, the local Haitians and uh that is a common practice where they use their own they do that to the american indians too where they use their own uh people as as a weapon against the people
0: yeah i I, sure you're exactly right let me uh cut to another issue here um that really needs to be exposed and and they just think we're all so stupid they just don't think that black people are stupid they think all people are stupid. Yes, this this, yes, story, this This story really illustrates this point. Okay, with the voting machines, there's a device called a router, and most people are familiar with the concept. And if you have the router, you can tell exactly what the machine was doing. So if votes were changed and flipped, the router would reveal it. It would also reveal the source of where the flipping took place, which I contend, based on Chris Kitsie's information, came from China. Irrelevant, whether it was changed in China or here. It just brings the Chinese into it, and this implicates our governor as being part of the plot. But let me tell you about the router. This is really interesting. There is a court-ordered subpoena presently to bring in the routers to be examined by the audit team. The county supervisors have said no, and then they brought uh, George soros funded George, uh, Penzone, Sheriff Penzone, in to validate this. Well, yeah, they used routers on the machines, That also had other county business, such as um, police investigations or identities would be compromised. And I want to just take a second and consolidate this into an understandable statement. What they want you to believe in the uh, public eye is that Maricopa County is so backwards in a general election, we don't even use new routers. We recycle old ones used by law enforcement agencies with compromising material on it, and therefore it's not subject to review. And they're in refusal, in contempt of court, of a subpoena to surrender these. This story is not even believable. A general election, a county that has over 4 million people, and you can't afford a new router, who the hell are they kidding
1: well, and they also, before every election, those routers are supposed to be certified as safe and ready to go. And so, basically, they're saying that none of that is possible. They're, they're full of crap.
0: Well, speaking of certification, the vote was never fully certified. The only thing that was certified in Maricopa County was the fact that there was an election.
1: Oh, so it's not even certified.
0: Well, that's Katie Hobbs, also George Soros funded. She's the secretary of state here.
1: She's awful.
0: She would be the one. Katie Hobbs would be the one to certify the results of the election, which she did not do. And she didn't do it because she didn't want to go to jail. I have you'll you'll like this. Oh, gosh, Sarah, you'll love this. I, I published this video from Katie Hobbs, secretary of state Democrat, her campaign in 2018. And she said this is really close to a quote that when I'm elected secretary of state, I'll make sure I get Democrats elected and, and maintain that. In other words, she's saying she's gonna use her office for fraud.
1: Wow, that's what it sounds like. Well, let me ask you, cause the one good, really good thing that's coming out of this Arizona audit is that it's motivating other states to do it as well. What do you think is the outcome of all these other states? There has to be a few states that are gonna have the courage to do this, I would think, you know, to go to the end.
0: Well, I have to give you my opinion. So what I told you about the routers and uh, Dominion Unsupervised and stuff, that, that's, that's true. This is my opinion. Uh, if we go based on Karen Fan and the audit team who reached out to intimidate my colleagues in the alternative media not to listen to me, uh, that tells you they don't want the truth. They're only willing to go so far and they're they're part of the charade we had an investigation, but it's like the Warren Commission and and so I think what we're gonna see here is um, you only have to get to a couple of key people in every jurisdiction To maintain the fraud.
1: What do you have to say about that? Because well, I, I, if, I, if we that, don't there, overturn this fraud no, then we had don't have a country Keep going yeah, and saying what no, you say, no, but no. I want you to tell us what your opinion is cuz you told me your opinion and I love your opinion. So I want you to say what you said in that meeting and what you said to me.
0: The central theme here is the uh, chicken switch factor. Karen Fan has her hand on the chicken switch. And I made this comment at the at the meeting I was at. And I said if she's going to have her hand on the chicken switch, it's time to bypass her. And I said it's time to bring pressure to bear on the rest of the Senate. Um, And uh, the thing is though, is what I have, actually I thought about this yesterday after we talked, Uh, the chicken switch factor is gonna be universal where they got to Karen Fan, they're gonna get to people in Fulton County, in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, and they're gonna Mm -hmm. compromise them. And and, And the standard line is gonna be this. This is gonna be the standard line. Well, we can't do anything now about this election, but we'll do something in 2022. To pacify the public, that's I call this the chicken switch factor, and and to to impl- all you had to do is get to Karen Fan to derail the audit and its effectiveness, and that's what's happened.
1: Well, and the, enough information has come out though to show that this that it did uncover enough fraud to overturn the election. Well,
0: not really. So not really. Let me let me correct you just on that one point. Liz Harris even made this point at the Tea Party presentation. She said, "We can't release all the information at once. The public can't absorb it." Uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but this is effectively what she's saying. So we have to re- release breadcrumbs at a time. And I'm thinking, what a load of BS! Total that's load of BS. BS! You people are too stupid to handle the truth. It takes me back to a few good men and Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. You can't handle the truth, and that's effectively what I heard at that meeting. And so right now. They not only have, we're not going to do anything about this election, we're not going to tell you the entire story. And over time, we hope you lose interest to the breadcrumb approach.
1: That's exactly right. Let's do some breadcrumbs. So people think we're doing something, but people will lose interest and then they just move on like they always do because it always worked in the past. And by 2022, we'll already have all our agenda in place. We're already rolling out this everything else are rolling out with these forced vaccinations and everything else. So it doesn't matter. Let's just buy time because by 2022, nothing will matter anymore.
0: You know, I want to say this publicly on your show too, for my own protection. I've entered someone pointed this out to me. That's in state government. He said to me, Dave, you've entered Don Bowles territory. Now most people won't know what that means across the country, listening to your show. And I'm going to explain in the 1970s, there was a reporter for the Arizona Republic named Don Bowles, and he was pursuing illegal gaming and illegal land deals of a group called the Phoenix 40. And these were prominent politicians, I mean household name politicians. And one day he went into the county recorder's office to get some information. He comes back out, and he starts up his car, and it blows up. Two weeks later, he dies from the injuries. And so when someone says to me, Dave, you've entered the Don Bowles, I'm going to say this first of all. I'm not suicidal, and I won't shoot myself in the back of the head uh, and with the wrong hand. So the bottom line is with all this, yes, I feel like with all the work I've ever done, uh, and I exposed a lot of Benghazi stuff because I had an original source. I didn't feel as threatened as I do today. You know, I I wonder when I turn the uh, key on my ignition, I wonder when I walk out of the door to go to my car, right there I'm vulnerable for a sniper. And people say, oh, you're paranoid. I've been doing this work. I went against John McCain who tried to steal my property and, and I was shot at while I was on the air, attempted to run me off the road and I know it was McCain related. Um, I never had the sense of foreboding that I do here. And I want to put this out right now. I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me, you could count that I was murdered to cover this up. But I will say this publicly. I've learned from people like Jeffrey Epstein, who still is alive, that when you have information, you don't make the mistake Andrew Breitbart made and say, well, I'm going to tell this, I'm going to tell that and not have dead man switches. I have dead man switches all over the place. And stuff that I have never talked about is going to come out immediately upon my demise. So these people better hope, I mean, I have stuff on people's financial campaigns for running for office, and some of the very people that are part of the audit. And so what they they need to know is their futures are over politically. Yeah, if this happens they better hope i don't get in a car accident it's completely random
1: okay dave i think you're an american hero right now we need a lot more people like you stepping up and doing what's right we need karen fan to have some courage we need other people to have courage and to keep going after this and and let everybody know where they can hear more of your work because people need to be following you yeah. on this. Before
0: we close, can I, can, I, can I tell you one more fact? Yes. I want, the, I want the American people to know how the 20,000 votes that I've counted up with the different election officials tallies, how this happened. Because, see, they had to put names of inactive voters on the list. And people have criticized me publicly for saying, Hodges is full of you-know-what. Uh, There's no way that they'd have known how to put these names on the list. Okay, this is a fact. In October, the Maricopa County voter polls were hacked into, and they hid that information until January. When Stephen Richer, a Republican who's also part of protecting the county supervisors now, he came out with a letter he released. This is public. This isn't Dave Hodge's information. He said, yes, there was a hack on the voter registration information, but none of your personal information was ever released. Okay. well, that's nice. But you know what? You also had that information that told whoever was rigging this election who didn't vote for the past how many years and so what they're doing, what they did is they took those names off the inactive voter list, and they could see, well, they haven't voted since 87, and they're still on the rolls. And they put them on these duplicate ballots for which have no originals. That's how you can prove the election was stolen. And, and they concealed the fact of the hacking of the voter re- registration until after the certification of the election. That's not a coincidence. The Stephen Richer is part of the conspiracy and he's a Republican and he keeps pointing out I'm a Republican and I don't think there's anything wrong oh. well no someone got to him too and so you need to know that this is something that that the voter register the, the audit team the audit team is Sarah is not talking about this voter registration hack yet it's in writing from the current county clerk uh, it just it's maddening that they think we're this stupid that we can't find it. I'm a one man news operation and I have better information that's being released than the audit team. Isn't that a shame?
1: Well, they think all of us are stupid because it's so obvious that this, the whole election was fraudulent and they think it's, they think it's okay to shut down Arizona for a week. So so while they fix everything and then flip the election, you know, it, Mm They think we're all stupid and to be fair, there are a lot of stupid people out there that actually believe them, but there's a lot of smart people who don't and those people will never forget that you did this and that you are covering up and and destroying our country. In 2022, when we no longer have a country and we no longer have the ability to, the elections just won't be free and fair. It'll just be so obvious because they already have destroyed our country. We have all these people coming door to door to do vaccinations. They're already talking about all these other. I mean, they're closing, shutting things down. They're talking about doing another, you know, widespread shutdown. When all of this starts coming to light, and you didn't do what you could do to make a free election today, people will remember that, and they'll. And when you die, that'll be something on your conscience.
0: Well, the epitaph for America is uh, America is a nation that was betrayed by her own. And I look at Karen Van. She knows what I know. There's no way she doesn't know what I know. Um, And not to bring this out is treason because, Sarah, I'm going to give you the bottom line in this. What I have learned and all the roads lead to China, what I'm telling you is the Chinese compromised the Maricopa County election. They used Dominion to do it. They use local officials to perpetrate it. And I'm going to just uh, I want to just tell you one more just real brief story before we go to show you how corrupt Maricopa County is. There's two things. One is brief. One is the county prosecutors, according to Liz Harris at the Tea Party meeting, have information on voter fraud they uncovered. And she said of an unspecified nature. In other words, when they're not going to tell the public because the county prosecutors have it and they want them to do something with it. The county prosecutors are refusing to do anything with it. Okay, the second thing that really should hack everybody off is the total complicity of the major officials in the state. You got the Secretary of State, a Democrat, who brought George Soros people onto the uh, election audit floor in an attempt to uh, basically uh, sabotage the efforts. And she was discovered in the 86, these people, but the effort was made secretary of state. You have Burnovich that won't prosecute meaningful voter fraud. You have Ducey that's in the hip pocket of the communist Chinese, and we know the votes were counted in communist China, and Dominion was working with communist China. I mean, this is a communist Chinese takeover of America, but there's one other thing to show how corrupt Maricopa County is, and you know the story. I've told you this. There was a county assessor a few years ago named Peterson who made $70,000 a year and he flew in women from the Marshall Islands and who were pregnant and he took their babies and they sold them. So this was a trafficking organization. He also went to the trouble of putting up these women in homes in East Mesa, a suburb of Phoenix, and also had to pay for the delivery costs in hospitals. And he did this all on a $70,000 a year salary. And all the Maricopa County and state officials say, this was just a one man operation. Maricopa County did not prosecute Peterson. It took the Trump people coming in to prosecute, to give this man a six year term. And they prosecuted him in Arkansas, which is one of the sites where they uh, traced the tracking of the babies and where they were distributed to. This is how corrupt Maricopa County is. They covered up a child sex trafficking issue, and this is even bolstered by the fact that State Senator David McFarland came out and accused Jan Brophy, another state senator who's in charge of the committee that oversees child protective services, and said, why do 500 kids a year disappear under your watch? Are they being trafficked? and she issued a threat to him on the Senate floor, and this became public for two days in our media. This is how corrupt my county is. They cover up sex trafficking operations and the same officials, we, we, we trust them to make a good decision about election audits. There's no way. They're all bought off by the same criminals that threw the election.
1: Do you think that Trump going after them was one of the thorns in their side that they don't want him around?
0: Exactly. Ducey is so communist China. I'll give you one last fact about Ducey before we close. I can't prove criminal behavior in Ohio, where he's from, but his original name was Roscoe. And I'm not the only journalist that has this. The New, New Times publication here in Phoenix had this, and his people refused to answer the questions. But the Roscoe family is an organized crime family in Ohio, and that's what Ducey comes out of.
1: Yeah, I think once you start digging the, the well... The worm, (laughs) the can of worms get pretty broad. And, you know, you have people like Corey Lynn, Corey Diggs. The information she has on what's going on is incredible. And this is just all fraud. That's why it needs to be exposed. And that's why I, you know, Trump, I'm a little concerned about him backing the vaccine, but at least he says it's not mandatory. And he has prosecuted more child trafficking than anyone, any president, all five of the last presidents put together. So it's, it, he has proven that he's going to do things against this mob. And that's why, and he's been against China. He's been against a lot of things. So I don't know what I think about this vaccine thing. You know, him talking about taking credit for this warp speed, but the fact that he doesn't make it mandatory is a big deal.
0: It, it is. But you, The other thing about Trump and China is he uh, destroyed the economic dominance of China over the United States? Yes. That's motive for China to get rid of him. He wasn't playing ball with the New World Order because China has been slated to be the New World Order policeman. Yeah. And and so he's running in. Uh, he was running upstream against a lot of these uh, uh, situations. Biden is is compromised by China. See, the reason they chose Biden, they knew he was cognitively impaired in the primaries. His numbers were horrendous. So why would they choose Biden and the lowest rated running member of the Democratic primary, Kamala Harris, had the worst numbers? So why would they put these two together? Because they are both controlled by China. When Kamala Harris, I've done a whole expose. She's a child. Tra-
1: she supports the child trafficking rings. I have evidence well, she on does that. It through
0: the cartels. She does it through the cartels. And, and ladies and gentlemen, listening to this, the cartels are controlled by communist China. Uh, Kamala Harris is an agent of the communist Chinese government through her obfuscation of child sex trafficking Prosecutions when she was the Attorney General of California and Joe Biden We know is compromised by communist China.
1: Let me throw out a fact about her She was the only state in the country that didn't prosecute any of the the church the Catholic Church abuse cases that were going around at that time the only AG in the country
0: yeah, and she even refused uh, FOIA requests from the media on that fact. Mm-hmm. She, in she other words, not only did she was she an accomplice in the cover-up, okay, she obfuscated the FOIA regulations from the media, which is another crime into itself. It's called obstruction of justice.
1: Yeah, she's not just a dimwit. <laughs> she's a smart person, but she's a smart criminal. So what she's doing when she looks like she's a dimwit up there is all she's doing is covering up for crimes She's, she's calculating and you don't want to end our estimator. She's calculating, but she's a criminal. Now Biden, he's, he was smart enough to be a criminal. He's just, has no cognitive ability anymore. Some people think they're going to, he's going to be like weekend at Bernie's and they're going to keep him going for a long time.
0: I don't know what the future holds there, but, but I do know this. Harris and Biden are both compromised by China in different ways. That's not an accident. They ended up on the same ticket, which stole an election from a sitting president. In other words, this was a coup d'etat by traitors inside our country in combination with the Communist Chinese Party to remove a sitting president, negate our vote, and take over our country.
1: And that's what they're doing. And so if we don't reverse this, we've allowed the Communist Chinese to take over our country. Period.
0: Yeah, this is an act of war. You know, Absolutely. remember what a Trump said. What did Trump say very early on? He called it the China flu, the Wuhan flu. Uh, and he's telling you, hey, they committed an act of biological terror against the United States. And now we have people from China that are validating this. And for the life of me, because I know Fox News is compromised. I don't know why in the hell Fox News is actually bringing out these people to show that this was a biological attack.
1: Yeah, well, it's
0: I'm confused,
1: aren't you? Well, I don't, Fox News confuses me all around. They're compromised all around. I don't know what they're planning on doing. But, you know, with China, the, the fact that they acted like they showed all those videos of people falling down and dying. They shut down part of their country. You know, I mean, it was like, oh, my God. That was the first time in, in world history where a country shut themselves down like that. That freaked a lot of people out. So they really, they went in. They dug in. And the fact that they, I mean, they lied about their numbers, all these things. And, and now we have the situation we have. It, it shows that they really were part of this big psyop. It's, it was a, psy- a psychological operations warfare. And that's what we're dealing with. And warfare is different now. It's all a mind game. It's mind warfare.
0: You're absolutely right. But Sarah, the thing I need you to do to when we're concluded here is when you process this interview, I want to be sent the link. Because let me tell you what I'm going to do with your show. I'm going to put it on all my entities, okay, except for TV. I'm going to put it out on the podcast. I'm going to put it out on my website. Uh, I'm going to run it uh, as a weekend special on my radio. And I know I have to pay a little bit, but it won't be that much. But I'm going to run this. And uh, the thing that I think is really important here is that i'm going to give this full view and i'm going to send this to every arizona state senator and they need to know that i have dug into some of their backgrounds i know who some of their supporters are that's part of my kill switch mechanism um and and they need to know that uh they're not going to get away with what's happening and and here's here's my opinion on this too uh they may not have been the state senator's aren't all on the same page i mean some of them want the truth to come out but the ones who don't and the ones like karen fan that are running from the truth right now doing the right thing for the people they they need to know that there's nowhere they can run or hide and and that uh because i am in arizona because i have talked to people uh, i'll just give you example i'm doing three local presentations over the next month on the audit okay in other words it's all in arizona and, and people are going to hear the truth and these people need to know that they're not going to escape what's going on. And if something happens to me, there's other people that are going to pick up the ball.
1: That's excellent. I will send you that link and where can more people, I will definitely send you the link and give you this, give send you the file. Where can people learn more about your work. Yeah. I want to
0: thank you for giving me a full license here to get everything out. Oh, absolutely. The, the, our website is the commonsense and I'm going to start running a lot of the stuff through that. And then I'm on uh, red state talk radio, uh, global star radio network, and KYH radio, uh, as well as we have a YouTube channel. And, uh, then we have a TV subscription service, uh, the So that's, that's the range of our media, um, now like I just said, it's only a one-man operation, but it was enough to piss off the audit team where they started contacting all my allies. So I, I, I can't believe it happened, and I can't believe they're flying surveillance planes over me but I get the proof. <laughs> wow, geez.
1: Okay, thank you so much, Dave. I gotta keep this under an hour, the whole thing, if you're gonna air it. So thank you so much, and I appreciate everything you're doing, and you are a hero for the American people, so thank you so much.
0: I'm not a hero trying to make sure that our children that they don't grow up in a sewer. Uh, because our kids deserve the same chance that we had and these people with their communist Chinese servitude are taking that away from them.
1: Absolutely. I agree. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks, Sarah.